the hangovers start winning, a rise in rich dog problems, and an Australian male showcases his emotional intelligence. Hello, hello. Welcome to your Daily Batuta for the 4th of November. My name's Clancy Overall. And my name is Errol Parker. And first up today, straight out of the leafy, affluent enclave of Batuta Grove, this headline reads, Upper Class Dog Has a Condition. Yes, the pooch in question is a teeny white hypoallergenic from Batuta Grove called Selfie, which his owners insist is a purebred, despite the fact it looks like several dogs mangled together by accident. Although Selfie lives a lavish lifestyle with a meal plan, personal trainer, and 210,000 Instagram followers, it's not all fun and games for the dog, who, according to the Van Hadley family, has a, quote, condition. When we take her on walks, we have to carry her, stated the stay-at-home daughter trigonometry Van Hadley, a self-described favourite of the sickly family dog. And because of her perma-shedding, she has to get a new carry bag each month. Other symptoms of the vague but ever-present condition include permanent staining around the mouth, an inability to share a dog park with any other dog over five kilos, and a constant need to be taken into the office with no questions asked. Well, Clancy, we know what happens to dogs around here at the Batuta Advocate. Like that last one that Wendell just had enough of and just handballed out the third story window. Yeah, and we should have known that those rescue greyhounds have a bit of PTSD. It, you know, mistook the whole thing for a little bunny and, you know, was obviously blooded, so. Yeah, well, it gives a whole new meaning to the term stop, drop, and roll. And elsewhere around town, a 30-year-old is feeling cheated as hangover anxiousness now as bad as a come down. Yes, millennial May Pope had long heard about how hangovers get worse as you grow older, but had simply figured she'd be dealing with a sore head or a case of spitty bum, and not feeling a horrible existential dread the morning after a big night out. As someone who'd long put extracurricular activities to rest for that exact same reason, May had thought her days of lying in bed feeling the cold, creepy tendrils of a come down were over. But now it appears that alcohol has turned on her too, and she feels betrayed. Unsure whether her tendency to do embarrassing shit on a night out had somehow pavloved her body into feeling anxiety, or if there'd been some kind of chemical shift in her brain when she clocked 30, May now finds herself questioning everything. Was this why people in their 30s got into marathons, Warhammer, beef jerky, or even home brewing? Why things like non-stick pans and double-sided toilet brushes excite them? God, she thinks. What if I have to find joy without using some kind of substance? That sounds like a lot of effort. Maybe I'll try weed. Well, maybe she should try what I got into, and that's smoking meats. Smoking meats? <laughs> smoking meats <laughs> and taking photos. Elvis. Smoking meats and taking photos of American muscle cars. Buying a red polka dot dress for my sweet mama to come out and bring me some homemade lemonade. And lastly, man who's not good with emotions pats mate's arm like a used car salesman tapping the roof of an old Civic. Yes, staring at his mate Derek with a mix of awkwardness and fear, local bloke slash robot Paul Starr has found himself struggling with what to do. It appears Derek's misso, God I hate that word, has pulled the pin on their six year long relationship, telling him curtly that she's quote, she just wasn't feeling it anymore before promptly exiting his apartment. Unfortunately, unlike women who instantly turn to their mates for support for any minor convenience, Derek and Paul have always strayed on the light side of friendship, preferring not to get too deep on anything. Because that side is usually reserved for their partner, and now Derek doesn't have one, unfortunately. Fuck, mate. It just came out of nowhere, hey, says Derek, running a hand through his hair in the hopes that it will stave off any waterworks. Do you think she's seeing anyone? Nah, 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 mate, said Paul, equally 
uncomfortable. Trying to think of what he could say to make his mate feel better that didn't venture into straight up insulting his ex, Paul instead awkwardly stares at the floor before gently patting Derek's shoulder and going in for some cliche reassurance. Feel better, mate, he said. There's always more fish in the sea. What a fucking coward Derek is. And the quote of the day today comes from disgraced Hillsong founder Brian Houston, who posted a video insisting he is not addicted to alcohol or prescription pills in the midst of a court case in Sydney, where he will be defending himself against accusations that he hid evidence of his father's abuse of Christian children for decades. The quote is... The narrative that I'm an alcoholic is false. In fact, I've been told by an expert therapist that I do not display the behaviours that are typical of an alcoholic. Now, I want to be uh, very careful um, as I tread around defamation laws here, but that kind of sounds like someone who is in denial. It kind of sounds like something we shouldn't be commenting on as it's before the courts in New South Wales. So in the interest of not finding ourselves in contempt of these proceedings, I'd say we should just say, Hey, you can shout it out. Ain't nobody gonna stop us now. Hey, we are the dark horses. I believe in God, my father. I believe in God, my friend. I believe that higher powers will fill me in the end. Oh, man. Yep. Great music coming out of that yeah. institution. Well, um, that's uh, enough for us today, <laughs> I think. I escaped it alive, thank God, anyway. 